Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. Uh, this is Flow 697 and like I mentioned yesterday, I uh, did a podcast with Mark Novak. You can find it on anywhere downloadable, uh, Mark Novak Show. Um, we chatted about all sorts of things from experience in the fitness industry to uh, flow intelligence to um, de- redefining health. So you can check that out. It was a great chat. I really enjoyed it. I met Mark at the strength camp when I was there back in 2017. 2017 2015 2016 rather um so yeah check that out have a look at it you can find it on my instagram you can find it on mark's instagram um but yes either way today we are talking about something that i learned um uh, on a on a a greater level at my coach develop developmental coaching training back in a couple years ago now and that was the simple fact that we are meaning makers we make meaning of things. Things are things. Events are events, and we make meaning of those events. An event isn't necessarily positive nor negative, and of course that's debatable. Um, however, making something positive or negative is simply taking a shorter-term um, snapshot of something. Like, and I've I've given this example before, and people will go, "Well, you know, the Holocaust, something something epically negative like that." And it's like, yes, that's that's correct. <laughs> that is a pretty challenging event that occurred in human history to say was um, not negative. What has also come from that is so many things that have yielded a positive result. And those positive things that seemed positive might have been positive after 30 years that then have yielded a negative result 30 years after that. Positive and negative are static viewpoints and they're usually a viewpoint of an individual or a collective group of individuals, right? The idea of freedom fighters going to create freedom in a country, I'm simplifying this, from for war, they're actually doing that for a positive reason, whereas for the people that live there, that might be negative. Like it's it's simply the meaning makers are looking at that and we're the meaning makers. It also goes into the conversation of when people go, um, I don't want to fuck my kids up. It's like your kids are making meaning of all sorts of shit without you even knowing I've said things to my parents. I'm like, yeah, I really remember this. So, like, I have no recollection of that. Whereas they may have, might have had a conversation with me at one point in my life. They're like, that really landed. He really listened. And I just like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> so the key thing here is that we as individuals are meaning makers. And there's understanding that a lot through my coach developmental training or developmental coach training. But you also will read it in a lot of passages from people like Carl Jung. Um, he has a book called The Red Book. And in that, he talks about the fact that we create the meaning of events, right? We create the meaning of events. Something happens. Um, and uh, because that happens, we then go, well, that means this or that means that. And then this creates thought structures. And these thought structures also have emotional or, or um feeling responses to those thoughts and so this becomes an embedded mind body energy field right an emotion and um this is one of the key things that we if we just look at someone as an object of information we lose all this we lose the meaning they're making of that event it's really really crucial and and then they're also losing that meaning they're making of that event which means that they're 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 usually staying under responsible so if something happens, is it good or is it bad? I had, an, I had an intro with a couple of people that were inquiring about the gym and one of the girls who had done a couple of trials and she liked it, but she, she to me, it appeared that what I was explaining 
based upon what she shared afterwards or during, um, and then the fact that she didn't join up. She inferred that what I was saying was that barbell squats, squats are dumb, powerlifting's dumb. I don't believe any of this. Uh, well, even if I did, it doesn't matter, but I don't. Um, and that all that stuff you don't do outside of the gym, so you're just chasing numbers and it's an endless goal, so what the fuck's the point? It's just a void. <laughs> and I'm simplifying. But I, I wasn't attempting to say that. Uh, however, because she was like, ah, sometimes I just want to come in here and lift heavy things and see how heavy I can go. Like, that makes me feel good. I'm like, actually, the feeling good thing is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about not just going and hit more states of flow or something. I'm talking about whatever the individual experience that the individual wants more of, how do we create that more? I don't care if that's bodybuilding. I don't care if it's ice hockey, if you're a goalie. I don't care if it's powerlifting, but you're an artist, right? I don't care what it is. It's more so going, what is that experience you want more of? And then then what is it based upon these lines of intelligence that you need to develop to be able to experience that more often, almost on demand, practically? And so that exchange for me was like, oh, I could have done this better, could have done that better. But what I got out of that was a significant shift in how I explained the model. Massive shift. And this is the thing. In communication, if we're worried about saying the wrong thing, right, whether that be journaling, if I journal, if I'm writing my brain and thought, oh, what happens if someone sees it? What happens if someone sees it? This is you. You're just gonna not let someone see it, so it stays in your fucking head, because it's it's doing your damage now anyway. But you're also concerned about saying that would probably never happen if someone judged you on that sort of stuff. The other thing about that, that's got a lot more to do with them. Your response has a lot more to do with you, and so we have to be okay with fumbling through communication with ourselves and with other people to really understand what meanings we're making of events what meanings we're making of situations, what meanings we're making of people, what meanings we're making for ourselves, and then how we carry those meanings as beliefs, as frames that we hold in mind that we deem to be true that then govern our behavior and how we respond to the world around us. Uh, Once again, I recommend go back and listen to that again because that's a really, really important point. The meaning that we make of events is so crucial to understand because usually those meanings create thought structures that turn into beliefs and they govern our behavior and then we have to ask do i have this belief or does this belief have me am i operating based upon this belief and the meaning that i created at that point in my life that no longer is valid and definitely isn't valid within this context and within this people that's a crucial thing to understand um And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you would pass it on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial. And if you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you'd like one personally signed by myself. If you are an athlete, a coach, or a high performer and you're wanting to find out how to find your flow, then check out alphathetaflow.com and get in touch. I would love to chat with you. That's it from me. Big love. Peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.